Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 35 and I'm here with my good fa- friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's going on, Ben? The Thursday night? Uh, have we recorded on a Thursday night? I'm sure we have. We've, I really? think we've probably recorded about it just about every night, except maybe, so? except maybe a Saturday. I don't know. I don't think we've done a Saturday. George was And last Friday. We've not done Friday. George, Saturday. Oh, it was George was Saturday. Yeah. yeah Friday for sure. No, Friday, Friday for sure. I thought we did an afternoon Friday, though, before Freedom That Last. I think it was before you came. We started coming. Yeah, maybe so. I thought we did a Friday before. It would have been pretty FDL. early because, you know, we... Uh, like a 4.30. Well, I mean, we take a while to record, and then we get to talking, and... Yeah, that time, the time night. starts flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's already 8.45. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go home. Gotta edit it still. So I want to give a quick shout out to uh, John Lynch. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Today is actually his birthday. So John Lynch, uh, he's a friend of mine. Uh, and I met him, I, I, I think I mentioned this in the podcast before, I've been doing these uh, boot camp workouts and uh, we, we meet at various parks here in the valley and, you know, we do all these crazy exercises for 45 minutes. So anyway, I met John Lynch uh, on one of the one of these parks and um, we got to we got to talking and uh, turns out he's got uh, he's got a T-shirt business and it's uh, so it's Christian Christian T-shirts and hats. It's really cool. Uh, the website is uh, training for eternity dot com. Wow. And so uh, nice. if you see the hat that I'm wearing right now, this is uh, this is one of the hats that uh, I purchased on the website. Uh, some really cool stuff. In fact, I uh, just got a text message from him today, and and uh, you know he's been he's been listen, listening to the podcast, and uh, he listened to thank you, John, to the episode uh, Dash in Time, and so mm, he got that's a good one. He got inspired, and he he made a T shirt based on that uh, particular uh, episode. So uh, I'm not sure if it's going to actually release on the website, but it was pretty cool. He showed me like a little prototype. Is that of the it. one you sent me? Right? Was that the one he's that was out a, for yeah, Dash in Time? That's the one I sent you. Yeah. Okay. So it's based on John three sixteen, um, uh, but yeah, it's a really cool shirt. Um, so anyway, man, uh, just wanted to wanted to throw that out there and, and promote uh, trainingforeternity.com. I'll have a link uh, in the show notes, uh, and you can uh, you can go purchase a, a t-shirt or a hat. Pretty cool stuff. And from what I saw in there that you had sent me, it looks like he wanted he wants to go and have tacos as well. Dude, he wants to break bread. He was like, let's let's do tacos. Let's go to let's go to Califia. I'm I'm down, bro. I'll tell you what. Which I, one? There's several, right? There is. There's there's several in the valley, but I think the one at uh, Thunderbird. Okay, that's I the, haven't that's, been in a long time. That's the closest one. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, last time I went, uh, I, I I did the cabeza again at at Califia. I like it. Did bro. you feel smarter when you're done? <laughs> <laughs> Big brain. Yeah, man. It, no, it was good, man. Um, did you do all of them cabeza, or did you do like split them up? Yeah, I did. I think I did three cabeza, and I did. Um, I did three asada. Do they have so, tripa there too, or what? They do have tripa, bro. Uh, or, or do they? I think they do actually. I want to say they do. I don't know well, that I've tried let's it. Let's get it on the on the schedule. Yeah, we're, def- we can go we're meet definitely going to go. Yeah, we're definitely going to get that on the schedule. I have to look at his website too. Yeah, trainingforeternity.com. There's some cool cool uh, hats. I think he's even got some hoodies, uh, t-shirts, um, and they're really cool. They're really cool designs. Um, so yeah, check he, it out. He designs it himself, or he does. He mm, does. Okay. I think he has these ideas, he designs them, and then it's cool. He, he has like some website where you can actually, um, you can go and what'll, what'll happen is he'll put the design on somebody. So it'll be like a, 
like a guy, like a fat know, guy, or just a. It could, it could be. I think there's different <laughs> models, and it, and you can place a T-shirt on somebody, and then it's you know it's it's, it's you can demo it or whatever you know you can husky showcase model. it. <laughs> Do you have a husky model that I can? <laughs> that would oh, yeah, that would man. be the one I need to get. You can use my body, just don't show my face. <laughs> <laughs> you put husky and then my body comes up. You know what I mean? You just kind of put your hat yeah, down. husky. Put, put the hat down. Yeah, that's why uh, I did the church. I did. Uh, I wore a black suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's slimmy. Yeah, but yeah. Black. The color black makes you look yeah. slim. It really does. It should. That's why. That's I why have, I was wore it. That's why I wear a lot of blacks. I'm just saying. That's good. It's a, it's a great color. You know what I mean? Hides a lot of sin. It does. It does. You, you don't have to. Remember, you don't remember have those to. Under Armour shirts back in the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just don't uh, don't wear stripes across, right? It's stripes yeah, up and down. Yeah, makes vertical, you look wider. Yeah. Vertical stripes. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, vertical stripes. But they always make the ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like JB wears those polos that... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. You know what I mean? Yeah. needs a move action over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think JB listens anyway. So. No, no, no. I don't think so. Yeah, I doubt it. Maybe one of these days. Yeah, but I, I mean, I heard people, uh, Josh, shout out to him. He has started listening to the podcast. And um, so it's encouraging when you hear people listen and uh, because our motives are to promote um, godliness and change. And um, that's the why we do this. It's, we don't do it just to, as a hobby, no. but it's for eternal purposes. But I got to say, I enjoy it. I do. Enjoy yeah, it. I do enjoy it. Yes. It's a twofer, right? I mean, it's like freedom that lasts. I mean, I enjoy going. Yeah. But it's also just not to fill my Friday nights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's cool. I mean, you, you get to dig in the scriptures a little bit. You know, we, we get our, our show notes ready to go. And and um, and then the whole recording process. This is fun. I think this is cool. Um, you know, and then, yeah, then it's great to hear the to hear the feedback. You know, people that are listening and, and uh, somebody, you know, finding a gold nugget in the in the podcast. Um, so that's the, like you said, that's the point of it. And that's a part of the Holy Spirit. Right. I mean, he reveals different things to different yeah. people. You know, and we, I cannot even think about that, but he can apply it. Right, right. As the, maybe the time that you need it. Right. I think a lot of people do with trials, you know, got a lot of good feedback with that and just people, hey, I'm just going through something. And even my mom had a bad week um, a couple of weeks ago and she's like, yeah, really, you know, yeah, was encouraging to me. So um, she was thankful for it. And I even thought about tonight. I'm like, hey, maybe I'll hit up Ben. We'll go to Graziano's. We'll have a pre-game, Ooh. pre-podcast dinner. Ooh. And Rebecca's like, don't, don't make any plans. I'm making dinner. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I better not uh, say but you, something. But you had fancy ramen, Ho- homemade fancy ramen. Yeah, she made like pork steaks and uh, she made eggs. And uh, it was like a hard boiled egg in that thing. You showed me the picture. She put two of them. Yeah. Cut wow. So that was pretty, that was, that was oh, pretty. Oh yeah, it was very good. And then she lightly salts it because I don't lightly salt anything. I heavily salt things, <laughs> so <laughs> it's preserved. You could it could age for you. If the rapture that. came. That egg would be good for another hundred years. You know what I mean? Because so much salt preserves it. So she's like, don't touch it. Just, I've already salted it for you. High blood pressure, Lipitor. Yeah, something. Dr. Watson's gone, so I don't know how to find another doctor. Oh, you know no. I mean? I got no more of those, uh, what do you call those um, packs they give you? The free ones. Oh, you know? the free one, the freebies. Yeah, you know, from the yeah. pharmace- pharmaceutical reps. Yep. I forget what they're called. What are the samples? Samples. Yeah. No yeah. more Lipitor samples uh, that I have in my drawer. I've no fr- more. I'm fresh out. No more refills of the yeah, samples. No refills of the samples. So I'm, I'm going to have to watch it, you know. But yeah, she made a good dinner and then we had oddly asparagus to make, you know, so. So 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 did she make the noodles homemade too or? How, how? No, from the packets. Okay. We don't okay. go that far. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. During COVID, uh, Kate made like. Fresh lasagna, like fresh pasta. Like wow. she made the pasta. And so you have really one of the good. you have one of those things that turns out the noodles or yeah, whatever. you need a KitchenAid attachment. You know, you put the flour and mix it, and then Kate made it, and she did a real good job. She did. Wow. She made Alfredo sauce, and dude, I love Alfredo. Yeah, because we legit. weren't going to church. I think Freedom of the Last was locked up 
we, you know, because of COVID. And yeah. so she kind of hooked it up, little Kate, you know. Well, she ain't little no more, but she's 16. But She likes cooking, baking, baking. She too. does a pretty good job yeah. um, at times, you know what I mean? I've had I've had some of her desserts. So good, good stuff, man. She does eat that. She can cook when she wants to, you know what I mean? When she's motivated to do so. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, she's cool. some good stuff. Um, any good meals? Any good meals this uh, past couple of weeks since uh, George came on? So George took me. So I, w- I went to lunch with George the other day. We went to a Mediterranean place, and it was pretty pretty authentic. Um, you know, I thought I've had I thought I've had Mediterranean. You know, I've had a you know had pitas or euros or whatever you want to call them, and um, and I've had some pretty good ones around the valley. You know, we found the, the skewers place, which mm-hmm. has that's good. Uh, and George thought that was pretty good too. But this place was supposedly the you know the authentic. So I've tried I tried different a couple different things. It was a it was like a, a euro with lamb, but there was this. Um, it was like pickled cauliflower inside. I can't remember what he called it. There's a name for it, and I gotta say it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And and then, and then uh, there was a side of yellow rice, and I can't remember what yeah, the what the spice is, but that was pretty bomb. Where'd too. you guys go? It's called it was called Sab- Sabas Sabas. Where's it at? Uh, so it's over off of uh, Bell and like Tatum. I don't know, it's pretty popular. Okay. It was ho- it was hopping. And it's a small little place. It's kind of like grazing on a small mom pop shop, but it was hopping. I mean, that every every seat was full in the place. Let's we'll go try it. It was pretty good. George and, and George got something a little bit different. His euro was a little different, um, but his looked pretty good too with some tzatziki sauce. I can never say that word, um, tzatziki. But uh, it, I have no idea <laughs> tzatziki. But it was it, it, it looked really good. Be in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes linguistically. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll Google the I'll, I'll ask Siri how you spell that first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I just know it's white. Tzatziki, it's good. tzatziki, I think is how you say it. I don't know. We could say it a bad word. We don't know. If we, <laughs> forgive us if it's a bad word. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, there's a place like on Scottsdale Road, um, just south, north of Bell Road, that it's like a fancy place. It's like a two-story place, and they give you that yellow rice, which is really good, and then it's like a skewer of uh, ground beef, chicken, steak. We had like a group on for it on our anniversary. Nice. Uh, I was at the 28 to 21, so a year and a half ago. It was really good. So is, that, is that like chicken shawarma or whatever whatever you call it, like on a skewer? Maybe. I don't know. It was just a skewer and it had chicken on it. So um, Hala, who used to come to church, she's like a restaurant connoisseur. She has like her Instagram is all food. And she saw, because she follows me, and she saw it on my page and she's like, oh, wow. And she like, I, I wait there. And she likes, she likes it, so she... Nice. I th- I want to say she's from Iraq. I'm not sure where she's okay. from. Okay. Okay. So she knows. Yeah. yeah. Similar to George. Yeah. Similar. So she said that's like one of the best places you can go. Nice. But it's like a sit down restaurant. It's not like a. You wouldn't pop in there for lunch. Right. Right. So, so it was good. Groupon. Yeah. So that was probably the extent of it. I mean, I did have some tacos on Taco Tuesday. Um, but uh, yeah. Aside from that, I think that we were was- supposed to, and then we ended up at Whataburger. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's right. And we did. I did the shake thing because uh, we had already eaten. But uh, but we had tacos yesterday. Okay. And oh, so, that's right. You had you had and you had Federico's yesterday. Yeah. Right? And so did yeah. Jaden. Two days yeah. in a row. Two days in a row. Yeah. Oh boy. So yeah. <laughs> He's young. You know what I mean. Yeah. He can handle he, it. He, he can run that out. You know. <laughs> I was at the gym sweating the manteca. <laughs> it was coming out of my pores. Somebody's like, "Man, is this tacos?" Oh, sorry. What's that smell? That's my sweat. Sorry. <laughs> is that a deep fryer? <laughs> No, it's like it's that it's that husky guy over there. <laughs> he's doing his abs, but there ain't no abs. They're hide and seek. He's on the he's on the Jacob's ladder. They're more hide than seek. <laughs> Bro, I did five minutes a day, and I, I was rough. I mean, I was pouring sweat oh, like man. that thing is. 
Gotta love it, man. Not nice. You, you know do, what I mean? You do some good work on that. I, ooh, man, I'm hurting. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's where we're at. Well, let's get into some content here. Let's do it. Um, before we get into the content, I just want to remind you guys to visit our website, AbundantLife.fm, uh, where you will find all of our episodes, show notes, and resources. And we will likely be adding TrainingForEternity.com to our resources there. Um, and so uh, you can also check us out on the Christian Podcast Community, uh, and you can find that at ChristianPodcastCommunity.org. Um, and we're so we're part of this Christian podcast community where it's it's made up of a bunch of podcasters like us uh, who do Christian type or or, or Christian um, worldview type podcasts. It's pretty broad. I mean, there's different types of podcasts, but uh, they are Christian. Um, but check it out, ChristianPodcastCommunity.org. And uh, so t- so today we're we're not going to kick it off with uh, with Webster's. Okay, no. Sasso's we'll, we'll gonna, get there though. going to start us a little different today. So uh, Sasso, why don't you kick us off, bro? All right, let's do it. And real quick, Ben, just it's training and then the number four eternity. Just it FYI. is. Yes. Training the number four eternity dot com. Again, the, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, we'll have it on the resources uh, and likely on YouTube. I will have a little little uh, you pixelate this mic. right here. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, you can see the hat. So uh, but I'll, I'll have a, a nice little I have a little I like link. It. I have a link on uh, on YouTube as well. All right, so not going to start with the Webster's Dictionary uh, today, but with the Freedom That Last definition, uh, we're going to be talking today about saving faith. So saving faith is believing that Jesus Christ is my only Savior. Um, there's many out there, many people that want to feel good about where, what they're doing in life, the decisions they're making, and they feel like there's many ways to get to heaven. But I can assure you that there is no saving faith in that. Right. That type of mentality will not get you to heaven, right? right. There's only one way. Amen. Um, it's talked about in the Bible. There's no different ways to, it's not a puzzle and different problems to solve, and it's just one way to get to heaven. So we are going to go to Webster's 1828 to talk about faith. So we know what saving is. So let's talk about what does faith mean? And when you go to 1828 and somebody asks me, why do we use this dictionary? I like it because a lot of times they use biblical references, um, biblical, I mean, Bible verses. And to me, this is a great definition they use for faith. Is a firm, cordial belief in the veracity. Ooh, look at that. More than one syllable. Veracity of God in all the declarations of his word are a full and affectionate confidence in the certainty of those things which God has declared and because he has declared them. Uh, you heard people say, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. This is based, this is saying the truth of God said it, that's it. All right, because he said it, that makes it true. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. It doesn't matter what, what I do or if I believe or not, it's the truth is the truth. So there's a lot of unpack with that definition um, of faith, but it is saving faith that allows us to say that there is one God and that we fully take him at his word. And his word is the standard. His word is is everything and all thing is his word. Amen. That's the absolute truth, right? The abs- As people would say, the gospel truth, it's the truth. That's right. That's right. Um, and we know that Jesus Christ is the only Savior, right? He sent his son, no other method that he uses um, for the salvation of our sins. A key verse that we're using today is neither is there, in Acts 4.12, the Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. And um, so just to kind of bounce off what you've been talking about, what is saving faith? And I, I love that definition that you gave. Saving faith is believing that Jesus Christ is my only Savior that you use in, at, at FTL. And, and to, you know, saving faith it's, it is, is what cleanses a sinner of sin and then sets his or her eternal destination. It's another, that's, that's my definition, I guess, if you will. And we call this justification and sanctification. When you place your faith in, in Christ, 
you're justified and you're set apart. You're, you're sealed as a child of God. And to have faith in Jesus simply means that you trust him and him alone, that he is God in the flesh and that he died and resurrected to atone for our sin. Now, obviously, this trust must be authentic, you know, and oftentimes uh, the Bible uses the word believe. In, in fact, I looked up the number of times uh, John used believe in the gospel of John. It turns out wow. it's in there a hundred times within 86 verses. Uh, I actually looked this up. Um, I, I use a little app called eSword. And, and that's actually the, the, the King James version. Um, but I looked it up and it actually, it'll, it'll actually tell you how many times it's referenced in there. And in the new Testament, it found it 248 times within 220 verses. And the Greek word for believe is, you know, I'm, I hope I don't butcher this because <laughs> it's kind of a weird, it's kind of an interesting word. Pistuo, pistuo. And, and that means to, to think, to be true, to, to be persuaded of, to credit or to place confidence in. And, and so I, I think there's uh, the reason I bring this up is because when you when you read a verse like John three sixteen, you know whosoever believeth in him, and you read that word believe, like I I think a lot of people mentally think, okay, well you know I, I believe in Jesus, you know there's religions I believe in Jesus, or I mean you read in the scriptures and even the demons believe and tremble, um, you know. So I I want to define that word because it's it's not just it's not just a knowledge of something, it's not like you know. They, they always use like the, uh, the airplane analogy, you know, oh yeah, I believe, you know, that that airplane can get up and I believe that the pilot can fly the plane. Well, you, you don't really truly believe until you actually step foot in the plane because now you put your dependence on that plane to get you from point A to That's point B. That's me on the roller coaster, Ben. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I believe it will come back, but I don't know that I want to get on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're going to come back safely, yeah. right? Hi. Yeah. So, so, and so I, I, I want to just define that. What, what, what is believe? Well, it, well, according to this, it's, it's really to place your confidence and you place your trust in. So John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So it, it, in, in it's extremely important to identify that Jesus is God. Mm, okay. Amen. Because there's other religions that don't uh, proclaim this. There's religions that will say Jesus existed, but not, but he's not God. Okay. We say, yes, he is God. He is Amen. deity. He is deity. Jesus is the second person of the Trinity, co-equal with God, the father. Um, and so Jeff right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's right. We definitely need that. Cue that. Cue that. Cue that mascot. Uh, John 1 14 and the word became flesh and dwelt mm-hmm. among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only son of the father, full of grace and truth. So again, Another huge point is that Jesus became man, God in the flesh. Okay, Jesus is the keeper of the law. He never sinned once, and the reason that is the reason that we can have salvation. But the the reason that's a big deal is because Jesus came as a man. Okay, there's no no none of us, uh, you know, who is who've ever existed in mankind who have, who would ever be able to achieve a life without sin. I mean, Amen. Uh, in, in, it's funny. We were, I think we were just talking about this uh, just the other night. It was last Sunday night. I think pastor was asking some questions about, about sin. And it's like, well, yeah, no one ever taught us how to sin. Nobody, I don't know about you, but nobody ever taught me how to tell a lie. I'm pretty man. good at it. I think just, Actually. just yeah. kind of, they just fly out, bro. When <laughs> I was a kid, you know, I mean, nobody taught me how to say bad words. I, I don't know. I did hear my dad say some bad words. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> I did learn that. Sorry, dad. <laughs> but uh, throw my dad it's in It's not the father's day. It's mother's day. No, so I'm not. Yeah. You're good. You're good, man. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely nobody taught me how to lie. And boy, those things just came right out. So nobody mm. had to teach me how to sin. Mm. I, I had that all figured out on my own. Romans 10 verse 9 and 10 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. So salvation requires that you place your faith or your trust in Jesus, the correct Jesus, by the way, mm. and, and that you're trusting in his death and resurrection. First uh, Corinthians 15, three through four, for I deliver to you as of first importance, what I also received that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. So again, and John testifies that those who have placed their faith in Jesus are sons and daughters of God. Amen. First uh, John five, five, one says everyone who believes that Jesus is, is the Christ has been born of God and everyone who loves the father loves whoever has been born of him. And, and so this is the reason I'm, I'm talking about all this, because this is so foundational. If saving faith is the key to becoming and living as a Christian. Amen. And if you miss this, then you may have a false hope. And you got to go back to square one always, right? You got to go so back to square one. Yeah. If that, you know, it's always, that's this the, fails. Yeah. Go, you go, go back. back. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's the foundation of any Christian yeah. is saving faith. It's a, it is a foundation of the home. Um, if you try to build off of something else, it's not going to stand. Um, so is Jesus the only way? We talked about that a little about in the introduction here. Is Jesus the only way? Is there another way that we can get to heaven? Um, and there is not, right? There is no other way. He is the only way. Amen. Um, people look to a lot of things in this road as far as their Savior. Uh, maybe it's your bank account you look at, uh, which that's going to probably, a couple years, not looking good. Uh, people store food. Um we try to keep hold on to things. And I once saw a uh, twilight zone where these guys had robbed a bank and they had some serum that they could live for a long time. And they went to sleep for 40 years. So the people that were looking for them would be dead. <laughs> um, and they had these bars of gold and they, they woke up in these 40 year wake, whatever. And they were at, trying to get a ride cause they were in the desert and they were all thirsty and they were giving out these blocks of gold to people just to get them a ride to, you know, you can, and there are people like, you remember when that used to be worth something? And and they didn't. They're like, that's not even worth anything anymore. Like, who? Yeah, you got to love Rob Sterling, dude. Nobody, <laughs> yeah, nobody loves, nobody cares about that. And it, it was worthless. Oh, man. And they had realized that they had wasted it. I don't know that I saw that episode. That, it's pretty I good. I do like the Twilight Zone. It's, it's pretty good. And it just kind of gives a, you know, what people put as their savior. And the money is one of them. And the yeah. Bible tells us, mm-hmm. we said in this podcast before, that if money has wings and flies away. Um, saviors politics, right? If I, my president gets elected, you know, things will be great. Um, you know, things will look up and whatever we put, but that's, those are false hopes. Those are false saviors. Yep. Um, Matthew seven, 13 through 14, the Bible says, enter ye in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be, which go in thereat, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. According to that verse, Ben, I mean, it tells us that there's not going to be a lot of people. Um, people would say, I'm a Christian, but the Bible says there's not a lot of people that are really Christian, right? He said the, the way to destruction is wide, but the way yeah. to eternal life is is narrow. Um, there's only one way. It's kind of, it's kind of a, a sobering thought. I mean, you think about our church, and like I can kind of even picture you know, the, the layout of the seating. And if you were to just take maybe, I don't know, what would you say, a third maybe of the church? That's truly saved. I don't know. That's, that's just a sobering thought, bro. That's possible, right? It's that, possible. I'm, I'm not saying that's true of our church. I'm just saying it's narrow. In any given church, right, on any right. Sunday, the people that right. attend right. that have a false hope, right. they don't really have saving faith. Right. right. They have a faith in something else. Sobering thought. To say, man, and that's what, I mean, in all things, you always check yourself, right, to, to make sure you're in the faith. Um, that's one of this episode. This episode is to kind of convict you if you're not in the faith. 
to say, man, am I truly born again, child of Jesus mm. Christ? Yeah. And for those that are, you're a Christian and you're like, yes, you know, there's a time and place and my life shows that I've grown, whatever. Right. Uh, Rebecca and I were taking a walk today and we kind of were talking about this is that uh, people that we had went to church with um, that are kind of struggling um, just in a personal life. And, you know, this wife doesn't know if their husband's saved. Um, and it's like you go to church with people that you just assume are saved. And if, you know, if you're not changing and you just, you're the same person you were 20 years ago, I, I would question that. Like, why aren't you changing? Yeah. There should be growth. Just yeah. like your marriage. Hopefully you're not, your marriage isn't what it was the first six months. You hope to have grown. Oh yeah. And some people grow the wrong way, right? right. They get worse. It's true. And if that's your Christian life, that's, that's not good, Ben. You got to yeah. check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know, the scholar <laughs> ice cube once said, um, and I, so I was reading, I was reading Twitter this week. We've had the Roe versus Wade, the oh, controversy yeah. and yep. the, the oh, leaking yeah. of that and the whatever. I'm not going to get into that politically. Abortion's wrong, right? That's the only thing I'll say about Amen it. It's murder. Cue the mascot. There's no, there's no qualms about it. I'm not going to hide how I feel about that. And that's because that's biblical. That, that would be God's position. That's right. And that's what you do, right? You take God's stance on everything. Um, and so I was reading from, I think it's, he's Reverend Warnock. He's a senator in the state of Georgia. And he's supposed to be pastor, reverend. And he's for abortion. He's for abortion. And he said, I am for woman's right, a woman's choice. Um, and it's funny because people say it's a woman's body, but the baby's independent. It's right? the baby. You're yeah. killing, not the woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he was for abortion, and he was pretty adamant about it. And whether he's trying to get votes or whether he truly believes that, and I question whether or not he knows Jesus Christ. If he has that, if he has that saving faith that we're talking about today, um, the way is the way is to to heaven is not broad, right? And there's going to be many in shock on that judgment day. Um, and in Matthew seven twenty two twenty three, it paints that picture. It gives you that uh, what's going to happen on that judgment day when he says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied mm. in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then this is the sobering thought. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work <laughs> iniquity. That's going to be a sad day, Ben, for a lot of people that, yeah. uh, you know, do good things, but don't have saving faith. Yeah. Um, you get your reward here and that's it. When you die, you will not, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, um, people look to a lot of things for their savior, but they miss out on the one true savior, the one who died for you and seeks to rescue you and to rescue you from your condemned condition. Uh, John 19, 13, 1930, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And he said, it's finished. There's no new gospel. There's no new way. I am the only way. It is finished. Yeah, and, I, and it's interesting. I was just thinking back right now. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, any of the Left Behind series, uh, the Tim LaHaye, the movies. There's movies on there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So uh, Kirk Cameron. I have not. Yeah, they're interesting. I mean, they're not like, you know, super awesome. Movies. I mean, they're, they're kind of B-rate movies, but they're, they're, yeah. they're good. They get the point across. Um, but I was just remembering back because uh, in the storyline, there's a pastor. And so the rapture happens. And this pastor, he's, he's all, he's, he got left behind and he's in the church and he's mad and he's, he's looking at, you know, up, at, up the aisles and looking up and up towards the pulpit. And he's like, I preached your name. And I, you know, I did, it, says, it reminds me of that. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils in your name? And people are going to be saying the same thing and they're going to get left behind mm-hmm. or, or they're, or, or if they die, I mean, they yeah, receive the happen. judgment. Um, and that's not a good thing either. So we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more 
uh, about uh, is Jesus the only way. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. And uh, so, you know, I was also thinking, Sasso, just a few minutes ago, I don't know if you remember, I, I, I never saw this episode. I never used to really watch Oprah. Um, but I do remember there was controversy about this. And I remember, um, I guess at, at some point, uh, Oprah was talking about there's many ways to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, many ways. There's different ways you can get to heaven. And, I, and there was a lady in the in the stands and, and she got up and she was just kind of on fire. And she says, there's only one way and it's through Jesus. And wow. And then Oprah was like, how can there only be one way? How can, and, and, and it's, it's again, it's that, that you look at that whole crowd that's there at Oprah and they're listening to this woman, Oprah, who's, I mean, she's very influential. I mean, she's been oh, yeah. one of the most influential women of, of the 20th century. Um, but she got this wrong. I'm sorry, but absolutely. she's absolutely 100% wrong. Mm. But this one lady stood up and I thought that was really cool. This lady had the boldness to stand up in her show. I mean, she stood up and just barked right back. Did it take her out or no? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I just remember she stood up and she said, no, there's, there's only one way. It's we Jesus. And, uh, you know, and then you see all these uh, coexist stickers on the cars and, and uh, you know, these people that believe that, you know, there's all these religions and they're all right. You know, you know, everybody believes in God and we're all it's all just the same different paths to the same God and all. Of it. Dude, it's it's not. And, and so it's it's a very sobering thought because it's narrow is the way and Amen. many will say, Lord, Lord. Um, so it's, it's something that you need to get squared away, something you need to get right. In fact, John 14, six, this is Jesus testifying to this. And he oh. says, Jesus said to him. I am the way. And I think he was answering Thomas. I think it was, uh, he was talking to the apostle or to the apostle Thomas or, or, or might've, yeah, I think it was Thomas. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. Okay. So it's, it's Jesus is the only way to the father. Jesus is the only way that you can get to heaven. And then Acts four twelve it says, and there is salvation in no one else for there is no name under heaven given among men, which we must be saved, which we've already, that was our key verse. Um, but yeah, one way to heaven. That's, that's it through Jesus. I mean, and then the cool thing is, I mean, we were talking about, I don't know if you remember last week in our freedom, that last group about there's a gentleman that, you know, struggles with, you know, some an addiction and he was kind of struggling with his salvation in a sense yeah. and his feelings of what he felt about, you know, his sin and, um, felt guilty about it and just like, I don't know how I can be saved. And, um, and salvation's a one, just like I'm born, right? And no matter what I do against my parents, they can never, they can disown me all they want. But eh, chromosomes are, you know, you gave me these and I can't disface right. this part. It's your, <laughs> your, your fault, you know? Um, and that's once saved, always saved. The same thing, right? Once we're born again, once we're in the family of God, that's it. We're, we're forever in the family yeah. of God, um, whether we're sinners or not. And Jesus knew of all the sin that we would commit, right? He, oh, but yeah. he still loved us with an everlasting Amen. love. There was not one thing that we had done because we were ever in the future that he did not know about. 
And he said, there is nothing that is going to separate us from this great love. And uh, if you have a mom that loves and cares about you, you know, people say on this earth, there's nothing like a mother's love, like your mother cares about you. And your dad's like, eh, you know, eh, it's okay, you know. <laughs> but your mom, it's like, oh, that's great, mijo. Great job. You did good. You know, you could, you know, has this faith and confidence in you. You could have done better, son. Yeah. And your dad's like, ah, <laughs> when I was your age, you know, I was walking uphill both ways and, you know. Two I had miles a full, in the snow. Full-time job. And, barefoot. You know, I supported a family. I didn't even have one yet, but I was supporting them anyway, you know. <laughs> but your mom, you know, just, you know, believes, has that confidence and faith. But more so than your mom is your heavenly father that has that everlasting love for you. In Romans 8.35 and verses 38 to 39, he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Mm-hmm. This is Apostle Paul. Shall tribulation, our distress, our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our peril, our sword? For I am persuaded, he is convinced, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Because mm. it's not in us, Ben, but it's which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And that's why we have the assurance that it's in him, not in us, and it's based upon his finished work, not our feelings. Amen. Uh, I love those verses, by the way. Amen. If we had the... Uh, Amen. shirt, you know what I'm saying? The glory. Hallelujah. That's, that's a shirt idea. Amen. For yeah. sure. Mm. But, you know, every Christian at some point doubts their salvation. I, I'm, Sasso, I'm sure right. I ask you, I'm sure you have, uh, I have. And, and typically this happens for a couple different reasons. It typically happens when you're in sin or perhaps maybe you're just not in the scriptures. You're not reading the word. You're not drawing close to God. Uh, or maybe it's just that Satan's whispering lies in your ear. I mean, it's, but it's inevitable. You're going you're gonna to experience doubt at some point. And I remember when I first got saved, there were, several times when my faith was, was shaken. And, uh, even now as I've, I've been saved, uh, 16 years, actually this past March, um, I still occasionally have doubts. Uh, and I, I think a lot of it is, you know, Satan just whispering that, you know, these, these, these lies. And it's interesting. I had, um, when we, when we went to the wedding and I, you know, I was going to share the gospel during the wedding. And it's interesting, uh, the day before I started getting these thoughts, like, dude, all these people here, they're, they're not going to listen to it. They don't care about that kind of thing. They're not going to get saved. And they were just these, I was just getting these lies, these lies, these you. lies. And I was like, no, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> no, you know, but, um, but yeah, I love those verses that you read in Romans. They're, they're, they're just spot on. God, God's love for us is, is truly amazing. And, and there's, and there's nothing that I can do that will cause Jesus to love me more uh, or less. Uh, he loves me with a, with a perfect, unconditional love. John 10, 28 and 29 says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish and, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my hand. It's, it's an amazing love that'll, that'll never stop. Once you get saved, you're, you're always saved. And I know there's, there's some, uh, you know, uh, Christians that believe that you can, you can lose your salvation, but it's, uh, it really wouldn't make sense if you really think about it, because when you get saved, you're granted what eternal life. Mm -hmm. Well, it wouldn't be eternal if it can be broken or halted some, for some reason. Uh, the scripture is clear. We are sealed, uh, sanctified even, until the, the day of redemption. In fact, Ephesians 4.30 says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit by God, whom you were sealed mm. for the day of redemption. So uh, once, once saved, it's very likely, uh, yeah, you're going to sin. But the beautiful thing is that God does not just throw us away like some broken piece of trash. Amen. Uh, when we sin, uh, we definitely cause a rift in the relationship with God. Uh, but the solution is, is quite simple. It's repent 
and confess. And, and repeat, you know. Rinse and repeat, um, yeah, rinse and repeat. And sin brings about doubt of, of sin in our life, right? It brings about doubt because we, it's just like your parents. Um, when you do something wrong when you're a kid and you feel guilty and you feel like they're mad at you and they don't even know because it's just your guilt that brings it about. Um, and it makes us question our salvation, right? When we sin and we don't have that relationship. But if we have accepted him as our personal savior, saving faith, then we must rest in his finished work on the cross. That's right. uh, your fellowship with him can be hindered, but your eternal security is forever sealed. Yeah. No Amen. doubt about it. Amen. And if you look at David, uh, David was pretty transparent uh, in Psalms. If you ever read Psalms, he op- opens his heart to you as he writes this. And um, I think it helps you when you're struggling in your life. Uh, Psalms 103, 10 through 14, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as a heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remember he remembereth that we are dust. Mm. I mean, I was reading that if you go north, north to south, north will catch up with the south. But if you go to east to west, they will never, ever touch in any way. Um, obviously he knew that, right? And so he knew that the East and the West, they'll never come together. Right. And that's how he remembers our sin. Um, there's a beautiful song I love that's called what sin are you, what sins are you talking about? Um, cause we've asked for forgiveness and I've even read on this abortion topic where, uh, you know, ladies have said I had an abortion and I've asked God for forgiveness many times. And that's the beauty of forgiveness is you just have to ask one time. You don't have yeah. to ask many times Yeah. and you have to have the faith to believe that he is Amen. forgiven you of that sin. Right. And that's it. This verse is beautiful because he said he remembers it no more. He's said east from the west. He forgives you. Amen. If you come with a contrite heart, he, he will show mm. you that mercy. Um, Isaiah 55, 7 uh, says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. And it's the it's a beautiful story of the prodigal son, right? The father um, waited for his son to come back. He wasn't mad he wasn't bitter he lo- he was walking him back he loved the fact that he came back to him and that's our heavenly father just waiting right where we left him right he doesn't go somewhere and turn our back like no he's the same spot where we left him initially um and god is willing to forgive us and we can and we can we we can reach him at this very moment and i think it was a beautiful thing that um pastor came to one of our freedom that last and uh, i think it's cool that he goes kevin you know He's not Pastor Shaw. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. Kevin. Um, I think I've heard him introduce himself that way to many people. But um, he told you know a brother that we had there that was struggling, and he said, "You can be right with Jesus Christ Amen. right now, right. tonight, like this very moment." Um, and that's the beautiful thing is that you you can make things right as you listen to this podcast. You can pause it, get on your knees, confess, repent, and get things right. Amen. Um, there are no spiritual rituals that you have to go through. Mm. There's no pardoning of a priest. Um, there's, there's no veil you have to go through, right? There's nothing that needs to happen, but you can get on your knees right now and make things right with him and get your heart right with him. Um, first John one, nine, a beautiful verse is if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. Uh, this verse is so precious to me as I know that when I get dirty, I can run to the father and get clean. Um, when I get dirty with sin and I think about today, um, I was at the gym cause I had today off cause I'm working this weekend and, um, I was hoping to take a shower at the gym. That was my plan. And then Rebecca texted me like, hey, I have to go do something. Can you come home? The air conditioner guys are still here. And I was like, sure. 
So I just went home. I didn't take a shower. And then I got home, obviously, and the guys were already left. <laughs> so I was like, dang it. And so she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, no, no problem. I'm like, well, I'm just going to go eat lunch. And she's like, uh, you may want to shower before you go eat lunch because you're pretty stinky. Uh, you, you smell pretty bad. And I don't really have a strong smell per se, but I do have a smell. You know what I mean? It's not always pleasant. Uh, she said, they may not let you. Are you doing takeout or dine-in? I'm like, well, I want to dine-in. She's like, yeah. Curbside pickup? Yeah, you probably. Hopefully they're wearing a mask, you know. So, uh, and I think of that today. I took a shower, got clean, and went out to lunch. And that's, I think of that in the sinful way. Mm. Sometimes you get in the world and your week goes by and you just, you don't make things right as you should. And you get to the end of the week and you don't feel close to God anymore. And you got to get right. You got to get clean. You got to take that shower because you you stink literally in the in the spiritual sense. <laughs> Amen. And uh, you know it's funny. I was thinking of um, when you were talking about you. You know you can uh, you can be right right now. I was thinking. Um, I remember Steve had it. He gave a, a testimony. I believe he. Uh, I believe it was him that got saved. He was. Uh, I think he was driving somewhere, and he was listening to a, a sermon. I think he just got convicted. He pulled over right then and there, and wow. and just confessed. And, and he got saved on the spot. Uh, and so what I guess what I wanted to say is there's no formal way to get saved. There's no reason you should have to wait till tomorrow or next month. Uh, a lot of people think, well, I've got to clean up my life a little bit before I come to God. No, God says, just come as you are. Just like Sasso mentioned, uh, the, the, the prodigal son came back. I mean, he was in the in the pigsty eating pig food and he just... He, he humbled himself is what he did. And he went back to the father, hoping that his father would forgive him and, and just let him be one of his servants. And his father greeted him and gave him a hug and, and kissed him and gave him a ring and a robe and killed a fatted calf. And they had a, a huge celebration. And that's exactly how, how God treats us. He just wants us mm. to, to have that broken and contrite heart. And, and then we go back and he just waits for us. For My son's home again. Arms. Right. Amen. Rejoice. Amen. What a beautiful thought. When we get back, we're going to talk about the fruit of salvation. We're going to take a quick break. Are you looking to make a little extra income or maybe thinking about starting your own home-based business? Creating and selling online courses with WP Courseware is the perfect side hustle. WP Courseware makes it super easy to create, manage, and sell your online courses on your WordPress website. To learn more about how you can get started with WP Courseware, please visit WPCourseware.com and use promo code ABUNDANT25 to save 25% on your purchase that's WPCourseware.com. And we are back. And so, so when we're talking about saving faith, um, uh, earlier I mentioned, you know, obviously you have to be authentic. You, you, you really have to truly believe in your heart. Um, it's, a, it's a trust. It's, it's, something that, it's something that happens. You're convinced. You're fully convinced of this. It's kind of like the definition of faith. Um, and so one of the evidences, though, is you, you will have fruit. There will be fruit of salvation. And so in a previous episode of the podcast, we spoke about abiding in Christ. And I, th- I believe the key verse was John 15, 4 and 5, which uh, says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And, and this is Jesus speaking. And so once you're saved and you're abiding in the vine, God will begin to produce fruit in you. But what kind of fruit? Um, so so I, I took a, a, some liberties here and, and uh, I went ahead and kind of just, I was kind of meditating on this and just thinking, well, what kind of fruit? And uh, so I, I came up with just a few, and this is not an exhaustive list by any means, um, but, I, but I just came up with a few, a few uh, 
fruits that you should be producing. And one of them is a, is a desire for Christ-likeness. In Galatians 5, 22 and 23, uh, this, this is obviously the, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, and I think if you go back all the way to verse 17, which I'm not going to take the time to read it all, you'll have an exhaustive list of what not to do, of what is, <laughs> what is not the fruit what of the Spirit. What is not fruit. Yeah, what is not fruit. <laughs> um, but then if you fast forward to verse 22 through 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And then we have um, the uh, the pillars, what we call the pillars. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll talk about that here in just a second. This book uh, by Jim Berg, and it's it's really the pillars of, of uh, freedom that lasts. We, in fact, we recite this verse uh, every Friday night. Or these verses, I should say. Second Peter one five through seven says, "For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith or your saving faith, your faith that you trusted Christ with, with virtue and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self control, and self control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with uh, with love." And, and uh, actually, this uh, this book here, um, it's called "The Essential Virtues: uh, Marks of the Christ Centered Life." Uh, this is also by Jim Berg, and he talks about these these pillars here. Um, and and uh, wanted to just uh, quickly quote uh, just something here. He says, "Genuine saving faith moves us away from the world with its lusts and toward Christ and toward likeness to Christ." Um, so, just uh, one of the one of the fruits of of uh, of saving faith, and another one is sanctification or your growth in the faith. And Romans 6.22 says, But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. So we should be experiencing fruit. We should be growing in our faith. Um, and, and we should have a desire to grow in our faith and to, to become spiritually mature. And you, you look at the uh, the senior saints in our church, and, and it's, it's, it's neat to glean from them their, uh, their experiences. They can give you insight uh, that we don't have yet or that I don't have yet because I'm, I'm not there yet. I've not, I've not experienced as much as they have. And so, like, for example, I'm, I'm being discipled by, uh, uh, by this gentleman in our church, and he's... Um, he's super knowledgeable. He's a godly man, um, and and I I want to learn from him because he's he's been there, he's done that, and he knows, and so he can speak that wisdom into my life that I just don't have yet. I don't have that foresight yet, um, so I really appreciate that. And so we also have another, uh, uh, um, let's see here, another fruit of salvation, uh, good works, and learning more about God. So Colossians one ten says, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So again, you have uh, learning, learning more about the Lord, what he likes and dislikes, um, you know, the, the knowledge of God and, and then bearing that fruit in, in every good work. Um, and then the last one that I came up with, uh, uh, fruit of, uh, of salvation is, is fellowship of the brethren. Acts 2.42 says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And, and I just think it's so important to um, have a desire to be around uh, godly Christian mm. friends um, because they, they should be holding you accountable. Um, they should be encouraging you. And, and right now I'm even thinking of, of several of my friends also being one of them um, who just who encourages me, who prays for me. And I'm so thankful for that. And so it's, it's kind of like that, 
that whole deal where we just you know you lock arms in this Christian in this Christian walk and because it's not easy. The Christian walk is difficult, just like you said. It's a narrow road, but it's difficult. It's not it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, it's a it's a hard it's a hard walk. It's like Doctor Berg said. You can have, you're going to have a hard life no matter what, but you can either go with God or or, or have a hard life on your own or or do it on your own. And, mm. and I'd rather have yeah. a hard life with God. But uh, but part of that is is uh, is having godly friends, godly godly believers that are like minded that you can uh, that you can lean on. And so these are just a few of the fruits, uh, and I'm sure there's there's many more. Uh, but essentially, you'll have a desire to read your Bible in order to get to know and understand God. You'll you'll grow in your faith and your walk with God as you learn more about Him. And as your faith grows, you will desire to be uh, around other believers and to serve God, and ultimately you will become more like Christ. Amen, man. And just I wanted to just close uh, this podcast with a story of saving faith, and I think it's a great uh, it's a it's a great story that God gave us of what happened. And uh, if you watch, I don't know how people feel about the chosen, but if you watch that, this is a powerful picture that they kind of um, it's a great dramatically episode. portray. Um, and John four four, and he's talking about the Samaritan woman. Um, and John four, so Jesus was always on a mission, right? Everything he did was with purpose. He lived with purpose. Um, and you've, I mean, I've heard people and just walk with purpose, you know, because people are going slow or move with purpose. Um, and he was always doing something with purpose for eternal value, for eternal goals that he had of his mission here. And, and the mission was this woman at this particular day. Yeah. Um, and he, he must need to go through Samaria. And you can put your city um, name in there if you'd like. You could put, and he must need to go through Phoenix or Glendale or Dallas, Texas, where we were, you know, about a month ago. Uh, whatever that looks like, it, he has a need to go through that area to reveal himself. And he gave an offer of saving faith in John 4, 9 through 10. Um, then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou, being a Jew, Asked this drink of me, which I'm a woman of Samaria. So she realized there was a divide between the Jews and Samaritans. Um, it was well known that they did not get along. The Jews looked down on the Samaritans. But he saw the need of this woman, um, and he offers her the saving faith. He said, For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink. That would have have asked of him, and he would have given the living water. Mm. So he's offering her. Okay, here's here here here, here we go. Um, he doesn't care about the Samaritans and Jews. He doesn't. He's not worried about critical race theory here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's worried about the soul of this woman. Right, he needs, yeah. and that's what Christians should be concerned right, about. Right. Um, amen and men on that. And only Jesus can satisfy the thirst that is inside of us. That's right. uh, we live in the desert, and uh, Ben and I both have tea. Oh, mine is gone already. I've already consumed the 30 ounces <laughs> in my Abundant Life podcast cup here um, that Ben gave me for Christmas last year. Um, and so we're out of water. We're going to be thirsty in about five minutes because we live in the desert. But he says, I'm going to give you water, a living water. And uh, here he comes with the promise, right? The saving faith promise. And he says in John 14, verses 13 to 14, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. He's talking about the water from the well. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him, or her, you know, mankind, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. It's going to be, if you accept me, um, this is the promise I give you of saving faith, that you will, that you'll have everlasting life, right? Eternal. You can't lose it as we talked about. It's it's everlasting life. And then she realized, here is a realization of the gift he was offering her 
in verses 20 to 29, she said, the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? I mean, it doesn't give you like a picture like she knelt down and said these magic words to get saved, right? And we tend to do that like you have to come forward at an altar call yeah. or you have to say these exact words. But it's a change in your heart and your belief, right? When you repent from what you think to what God thinks and Amen. you accept him it's right. at that instant. The thief on the cross, there's no formal. No. They didn't play Have Thine Own Way, Lord, on the organ. <laughs> um, now it's a powerful song, oh, right? Altar call. There's yeah. no altar call there. He yeah. just... He realized that, man, this is Jesus. This is this Jesus Christ. Or even even the, the even the Apostle Paul on the way to Damascus. I mean, he was blinded, and then and Jesus speaks to him, "Who are that Lord?" I mean, I think at that point, he, I mean, he, he got saved. it. He was saved. Yeah. And the Samaritan woman, when she says, "It's not this the Christ," yeah. I think at that moment she had believed that this is Jesus. This yeah. is the Messiah, mm. um, and she was saved. Right? She realized the gift, and she accepted that gift. In this passage, Jesus stopped at a well to speak to a woman who, who was involved immorally with a man who was not her husband. Um, why did Jesus make this special trip to speak to this woman who had many immoral relationships? This was not her first go around. Um, and many people, she even came to the well when nobody was there because she was embarrassed due to her lifestyle. Right. And he sought her. He knew she'd be there at that time. And he met her right where she was at. Right. He never told her, you have to get rid of your immoral relationships. You have to... He didn't do all that. He said, you can have an everlasting life right here, right now. And that'll change eventually. That'll come with sanctification. But right now, mm-hmm. you need to be justified. Amen. And he, she was saved that day. He knew she needed a Savior, and he loved her like the Savior could love a sinner. Let nobody, I'm sure nobody else, uh, they looked down on her. Um, but Jesus saw her need, and he met her need. It's, it, it even reminds me of, of Diane and I, because when I got saved, um, we weren't married yet. And it was interesting because the, the spirit just started kind of uh, at, gnawing at me, you know, just kind of just, just, uh, convicting me. And uh, eventually, I think a couple months later, I, I said, you know, we, we got to get married. I, I had asked Pastor, hey, would you marry us? And we did counseling and all of that stuff. But um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't get cleaned up before I came to God. I mean, God saved me and then the cleanup process began Amen. and it's still going on. I mean, it's Amen. not, it's not done yet. That's <laughs> like people will say, I need to go to, I need to get in shape to go to the gym. Like, no, you go to the gym to get, get in, in shape. shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same thing here. So in closing, have you come to know the amazing saving faith that God offers to you? Mm-hmm. Just as he offered this woman at the well, maybe you said, Hey, I'm not ready. I need to get cleaned up. But today is the day, right? Today is a day of salvation. Amen. That's what God tells us. That's, That's right. where it tells us. Do you have a thirst that cannot be quenched with all the world offers? Maybe you're dabbling into things that you hope will bring you contentment. Maybe it's a job, a career, uh, or drugs, or whatever that is. Whatever you're looking to fill that hole that only God can fill. Um, Jesus Christ is the only one who can quench your thirst. Will you come to Saving Faith today? Maybe you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, Just like we heard in the last episode from George and how George came to know Christ and what God's doing in his life today. You can have that same Saving Faith today if you will accept him as your Lord and Savior. How about you, Christian? Maybe you're saved, and maybe you already have saving faith. Maybe you're doubting your salvation. Mm. Um, will you share your saving faith with another, just as Jesus did with the woman at the well? Will you thank him for, for saving you, or have you forgotten what it was like to be thirsty? Have you forgotten what it was like to be yeah. a condemned sinner? May today be the day you get right with him in terms of saving faith, and may it be the day, Christian, where you make things right with him, like First John states, saving faith is belief. Like First John states about, if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Um, but saving faith is believing that Jesus Christ is my only Savior. 
Amen. And I just want to uh, just finish up with if if you have any questions about that, if you are just not quite sure, you're not you're not sure. Maybe you 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 don't exactly know how to go about all of this. I don't know. Whatever the questions might be, uh, I would recommend visit us at abundantlife.fm. There's a link up at the upper right hand corner to contact us, and feel free to ask questions. Um, Sasso and I would be happy to get on a phone call with you to meet you for tacos in the valley. I even pay. Uh, oh boy, that's a good offer right there. <laughs> um, but we would we would love to answer any questions that you have. Um, and if we don't have the answer, we'll find we'll find the answer. Um, Sasso and I aren't theologians. We're not perfectly uh, aligned in the Word of God. We don't know every little uh, facet of Scripture, but we'll find it. We'll figure it out. Um, but if you have any questions, we'd love to, we'd love to help you. If you, if you'd like, we could do a Bible study. Uh, there's a four part exchange Bible study that we, uh, that we, we'd love to go over with you. Um, and, and, and again, it's, it's, if you have, if you have questions, uh, we'd love to answer them. Amen. Uh, and so you could visit us at abundantlife.fm again to, uh, check out, uh, our podcast and all of our episodes, show notes. Uh, you can visit us on social media. We are on Instagram, we are on Facebook and we are also on Twitter and YouTube. And so uh, we want to just thank you so much for uh, for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right, thank you. Episode thirty five, save your faith. We're out. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at abundantlife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.